What's up, everyone? Welcome back to The Ripple Effect with Soria. I'm your host, Armando. And just want to start off the show by saying that if you've been tuning in, or even if you haven't, if you find a little bit of value in what you listen to, what you hear here with us on the show, we'd appreciate a share, maybe a follow. Today, I'm very excited to have Andrew with Pillar to Post Home Inspections. Andrew, what's up, buddy? How are you? Good, good. How you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, to be here. It, it's a pleasure. And so Andrew is, as I mentioned, he's with Pillar to Post Home Inspections, and he has been busy. Uh, Andrew, how long have you been? Have you guys been active now? It's been a couple years, yeah. Uh, August fifth uh, was three years. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to have you on. We've uh, we've worked together on a couple things in the past and uh, been getting to know each other uh, both personally and professionally. And um, you know, it's it's uh, it's exciting, man. Um, so welcome, welcome to Mag One Media. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, let's just get right into it, man. So for those of us who don't necessarily know you or Pillar to Post, why don't you just start off with uh, a little introduction? Yeah. So like you said, I'm Andrew with Pillar to Post Home Inspectors. Um, Essentially, if you're going to buy a home, you know, an agent or a client will call me, will come in, and we're going to inspect the home, make sure you're comfortable moving forward with the purchase. Um, I like to say we ensure confident home ownership, you know, is, you know, anything is a big purchase in your life. You yeah. want to know what's going on with it, what works, what doesn't, any possible upgrades needed. Um, you know, just, you know, that meme is explain what you do badly. Yeah. I like to joke around and say, I'm going to tell you everything wrong with the biggest purchase you'll make in your life. Ouch. <laughs> but you know what? It's, I mean, that's crucial, right? Like you said, it's one of the biggest investments of your, you know, potentially your life. And so you absolutely need to know what you're, what you're getting yourself into. Um, yeah. So pillar to post. So you guys are, uh, our uh, franchise, correct? Yeah, we're a franchise. Uh, me and my partner, Paige, we were up in Sacramento a few years back. We would buy some distressed properties, gut it down to the studs, fix it mm. up, um, sell it, keep it for rental income, whatever we were doing. Um, and essentially, that's how we got introduced to the company. Um, Bob up there in Sacramento, uh, him and his son would come inspect the homes that we did, and we started looking into it. And then, um, you know, the whole shutdown COVID yeah, happened yeah. when we were about to launch, so it kind of set us back a little bit. But, um, you know, got through it, and you know, here we are three years later, and everyone's keeping us busy. It's great, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's that's cool. So, you were a, a customer first, and then you know, that, that's, that's pretty cool. So you, you knew the inner workings before you, you knew the inner workings. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. So let me ask, um, so you were obviously you, you were flipping houses. Sounds like up in Sacramento. Uh, what was your background, you know, that kind of, you know, sparked that interest. I mean, it seems like, you know, you're kind of falling down that trajectory of, you know, flipping houses, not home inspections. So there's, a, there's some sort of construction background or what, 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 what how'd you get in here? <laughs> yeah. So exactly right. Uh, family construction company, my father, general contractor for <clears throat> 43 ish, some years around there, uh, before he ended up retiring. Um, I, you know, kind of didn't exactly know what I wanted to do back then. Uh, so kind of traveled the world for a while, Wow. came back to Sacramento and then, started getting back into that some of the remodel construction stuff and then figured home inspection is going to save my back in the long run yeah. you know so you know just still applied what i knew um and just keep it moving nice man traveling the world so how long were you traveling 
uh traveled for a few years um traveled around the caribbean went up to canada for a bit uh down to australia new zealand um south pacific nice you know, then I'm like, I know more about the rest of the world than I do my own country. And so <laughs> I started traveling the U.S. a little bit, ended up in New Orleans for a while. And, nice. you know, um, had to eventually, you know, California, it always pulls you back. It it, it, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, it brought brought us back home, too, for sure. <laughs> oh, man, that that's cool. Um, and so the 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 traveling, that was just a, an itch that you guys needed to scratch or or was that, you know, part of the plans for you guys? I mean, um, so, you know, I was a younger kid, didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life mm-hmm. as, you know, everybody that age, yeah. um, you, like I said, graduated high school, I was kind of like just messing around, you know, not doing anything, not taking anything serious. Right. Um, you know, my sister was playing professional volleyball, oh, wow. uh, down in, uh, for Puerto Rico. And she's like, Oh, come down, hang out with me and I'll pay for your plane ticket. And I'm like, nice. let's in. go. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then, yeah, so I just had fun, um, you know, kind of bartended. It's universal. You can kind of do it wherever. Yeah. Um, pretty good money, social aspect of it. You're, you know, having a good time and, you know, just move to the next city and do it again, meet everybody and have fun. And nice. So, yeah, I mean, that's learned a lot. Uh, love traveling. Yeah. I mean, still do it to this day, just not necessarily living overseas. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Welcome back. <laughs> no, that's good, man. I'm glad uh, I'm glad you find your way back home, and I'm sure a lot of your uh, your clients are as well. So, <clears throat> you you opened up uh, with Paige um, and hit the ground running. It seems like uh, I mean I I see you guys everywhere, man, and that's and that's really awesome. And um, just to to brag on you guys a little bit, I, I seen that you guys recently won uh, won some sort of award, right? <laughs> Yeah, won a few awards, uh, you know, with the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just had our brand conference uh, earlier this year. Ended up um, second year highest sales uh, growth and awesome. I think like one more I can't think of off the top of my head, but um, it was kind of surprised everybody. Um, we show up, you know, and then everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, congratulations!" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And it's like, "Your awards, you're on the wall," and I'm like, "Oh, wow, okay, nice. yeah, absolutely, I'll take that, right?" Yeah, yeah. Man, so as a as a newer, and I say newer, we're we're about we've been in business more or less around the same amount of time. Sounds like what has been, you know, some share some of the key key factors that have really played a role in the success that you have had in such a short time. Um, I. I first of all, I got to say shout out to Paige. She's definitely shout out to Paige. <laughs> that's yeah. Paige, my partner, she's handles the back end, um, you know, does everything while I'm out in the field. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. couldn't be here without her. Uh, but essentially, you know, I equate it to we're still kind of a customer service base um, business. Yes. You know, we're the clients are trying to explain how a home works. Sometimes they're first time home buyers they've rented. Mm-hmm. They had a landlord that they dealt with. It would fix everything or not, yeah. you know, according to, or depending where you lived. Um, and so, you know, some people don't even realize you got to change your air filter on your furnace. Right. And so we just kind of give useful information, uh, in that regards and try to give as much information as possible, uh, yeah. at the same time. So, no, that's that's awesome, man. It it's um it's a shame that the art of customer service is uh diminishing a little bit. I I don't know what it's attributed to, but what I can say is that from 
you know, interacting with different businesses and, and doing all the things that we're involved with, it really seems like those that are, that are standouts in their industries and their sectors are the ones that still lean heavily on that old customer service, right? What has, um, you know, what keeps you guys on that? You know, what, was it a bad experience somewhere else? Was it empathy for your customers? I mean, it seems like you're customer service driven. So I just want to kind of drive that in a little bit. Uh, yeah, no customers, uh, service for the clients. So just like you said, uh, you know, you want to, they're nervous. It's a big experience, right? Mm -hmm. Um, try to ease a lot of that tension down, mm -hmm. you know, whether you buy a brand new home, brand new homes still have some issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, if it, the home is 70 years old, 70 years old or built in the seventies, mm -hmm. you know, the certain standards don't transfer over to what today's standards are right. uh like missing gfci protection yeah. you know you <laughs> just try to explain like yes it is a vital safety thing uh in but it's easy as swapping out an outlet uh mm -hmm. you know any electrician is going to take them a couple minutes to do it mm -hmm. uh you know a couple minutes per location needed bathrooms kitchens whatnot um you know and then i just explained to it yes it's straightforward we don't really need any structural engineers mm -hmm. coming in to tear the house apart to figure out a problem we don't know mm -hmm. and so i just try to relay it say this is all typical yeah. um, common for the age it's a lot of educating a lot of educating exactly. service through education yeah yeah that that's awesome man and what i really like about you guys too is uh, i've seen your reports that you produce and two things that always come up whenever I come across them is number one, how quick you're able to turn those reports around for people. <laughs> and I know working with, uh, uh, real estate professionals, that's, <laughs> that's a critical component. And then also the thoroughness of your reports that, um, you know, that I, I guess that's what led me to start with asking about your construction background, just because, I mean, I see your social media, your, your underneath houses, you're on roofs. I mean, you guys are literally inspecting top to bottom, right? Top to bottom, up on the roof, in the attic, living space outside, crawl space. We check it all, uh, you know, and just like you said, essentially, the construction background definitely plays a part in to be able to transfer that knowledge to somebody that doesn't have the same knowledge that mm -hmm. we do is crucial mm -hmm. and just trying to break it down lowest common denominator. Uh, you know, if there's dry rot, you got to cut it out, replace yeah. it with good wood. you know, if there's termites, that's very common for our area. Yeah. Uh, we have all the insects you don't really want in our <laughs> right, area. Right, so right. it's just like, you know, just breaking it down where somebody from the East coast that's never had to deal with termites, mm -hmm. just break it down and explain it to them. Um, yeah. yeah. Just simplest common denominator. Keep yeah. it, keep it simple. Stupid. Isn't that how that that's goes it, or whatever? That's it. Kids. Right, man. That's a, uh, that's cool. So Another highlight from you guys, and I know um, I know Paige is heavily involved with this side of it, but if you could touch on it, is it seems like you know when it comes to when it comes to your your marketing, uh, it's it's very strong. It's I, I I picked up on that the minute that I see you guys stepped on the scene. It seems like you align yourselves with the right people. You're involved with the, those organizations like Monterey County Association of Realtors, and you know uh, just just involved with the community um, and getting out and and having fun with it. You want to touch on some of your marketing 
Yeah, so marketing, obviously, if you follow us on Instagram, we try to do very informational videos as well. Marketing in the community, you know, we are a part of the community. We want to definitely give back. You know, last year we hosted the Pachetti Dog Park. Uh, That's right. You know, event that help raise money. We still volunteer there. You can see me and my daughter take our dog there almost, nice. you know, four or five times a week um we're there you know needing help you know replacing poop bags keeping up with maintenance things like that uh you know we just went in with the lls uh yep board like you're talking about and i don't know if i'm supposed to break it but Paige is on the visionary uh counselor what what, uh Paige has been um has has volunteered to join us on the leadership team for the leadership the leukemia and lymphoma society so that's that's awesome and i saw your your um her involvement your guys involvement with that last year as you were supporting one of the candidates and so between that and uh, the dog park it's it's pretty cool seeing that you're actively pursuing that philanthropy aspect of of community as well and you know i got to give you a shout out too uh you definitely helped us you know steer us in the right direction sometimes we just you know spitball ideas um you know pages on the phone talking with you and yeah it's like do it well that's i think that's <laughs> and that's and that's what it's about right is um we we have the um the privilege to know each other and to to have each other in our circles right and and it goes back to what what this whole the whole thing's about it to me and that's that's aligning with you know your the right the right similar minded people or like minded people and your associations and you level each other up and um yeah i mean you could touch on that was it rising tides raise all ships yeah. you know everybody in the community i know some people they're like you know you, if you do charity you shouldn't talk about it you just do it mm-hmm. uh i'm under a different mindset where if you're a business in the community it's your responsibility to put that first and foremost to show other businesses to get other businesses involved to just get people involved you know you want to put that mm-hmm. out there and you know not like hey look at me i'm doing good work it's just a part of a responsibility i feel like yeah and i and that and that right there resonates deeply with me i think i've shared it before on another episode and i mean really i think i talk about it all the time with with friends and whatnot and i i truly do believe that it is and you know not to put anyone out or or telling anyone what how to run their businesses but i do feel that we have a responsibility to our communities as as entrepreneurs um, and that seems to resonate with you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and that's the thing we're, you know, we drive around in branded vehicles, right. you know, I mean, our vehicle is the billboard to the community and mm-hmm. just to be associated with all these things is good. And it's, we're not trying to do it to be like, Hey, you know, buy for me, I'm supporting the community. It's just, right. we purely want to give back And I know you're the same way. We yeah. have this kind of conversation and it's just kind of, the way I kind of look at it is somewhat repaying favors. People did me paying it forward, type, yeah. so to speak, you know, um, just trying to get back. As Absolutely. Much as I mean, if without our community, who we <laughs> we yeah. don't have anything. Right. <laughs> and, and and it's so secular, circular, circular, secular. I can't recall, but, you know, both sound good. There you go. Both sound good <laughs> using some dropping some some big words. And, and but it's true. It's it's without the intention to, or without that being the why. Right. Giving back. I want to be successful so I could give back. But at the same time the in return you're you're creating brand awareness you're uh creating fans out of your you know out of your clients and and then then in turn you get the referrals and and it comes right back right so it's it's it just it's amazing how it works and it feels damn good quite honestly yeah definitely and you know kind of to touch back on one of the other questions you asked previous uh i'll get phone calls from 
inspections I did two plus years ago. And it's, you know, I was able to resonate with that client and they have questions and it's like, you know, Hey, I've got this contractor telling me I need to do this. I don't really trust them. Can you, mm -hmm. you know, come out take a look and, you know, yeah, no problem. You know, obviously, you know, I'm supposed to be representing you and mm -hmm. I understand, you know, yeah, just because it was transactional one time doesn't mean we don't have a relationship where, and I tell people all the time, call me, ask me, mm -hmm. text me, shoot me a text, an email, a video. You know, I love it when clients follow up with me, whether I find something, some structural issue mm -hmm. and then they're like, Hey, just so you know, here's some photos, here's some videos of how it went and worked out and this. And I love hearing that scene, yeah. uh, getting feedback, you know, months down the road and just making sure that, you know, if they trust me enough to, again, with one of the biggest purchases of their life, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm involved. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, that, that, that's awesome. And, and as it should be, right. Or do you have a system to follow up or to kind of maintain those relationships with your clients? I mean, and we could get into, I know that's, that's a big broad question because you have, you know, your, the, the realtors are your clients, the homeowners, the buyers are your clients, possibly the sellers are your clients. I mean, so you have a lot of different customers or clientele that's involved here, but why don't you share a little bit about how you maintain those, those relationships after the transaction? Cause that's, I think that's, that's a big part of customer service that's missed from other, other business owners. Yeah, definitely. And I was actually, I don't remember if I was, what it was, listening to a podcast, reading a book and, you know, yeah, um, to go off topic a little bit of your conversation. Uh, one, one thing that really stood out to me was this guy had an HVAC company in Arizona and he was having some like ant problems. Mm -hmm. And so what did he do? He goes on Google and he ends up, you know, getting a local pest company to right. come take care of it. And then a year or two years later, same thing. He's having another issue. He's like, the, that company didn't follow up with me, mm -hmm. um, you know, touch base or anything down the road. So did I use that company again? He's like, I can't tell you, I'm not pulling a receipt from two right. years ago, right. you know? And so that always resonated with me. Uh, and so going back, you know, we do touch base with the, the realtor, um, you know, Hey, how did that transaction go? Page mm -hmm. gives a call, you know, two, three weeks later, you know, Perfect. everything yeah. worked out. Uh, we want to hear bad feedback. If there is any, uh, what can we do on our end? to make the process better. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's one of those things, if we don't know, we can't learn, we can't grow. Mm -hmm. And so as far as, you know, other clients, sellers, buyers, I, you know, again, I'm in the community. I yeah. drive a big branded truck around. <laughs> yeah. I see people at the gas station. Hey, you inspected my house two years ago. Hey, yeah, yeah great. Good to see you. Everything's yeah. going good. How's the kids whatnot? You know, so I mean, they see me around and, yeah. you know, my daughter's school, people that we work with, you know, mm -hmm. I've, they have questions, they've reached out to me and, you know, whether they want to spitball something, they are having a mold issue, mm -hmm. you know, and testing or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm going to say, Hey, talk to Armando. He's the best, <laughs> right, but right, you right. know, just again, just being involved in the community. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I always, um, I always preach that to my team, you know, it's, we, you know, we it's a small town it's a small community for uh, for one thing but this could be you know obviously translated to bigger demographics and whatnot but i mean you don't want to be looking over your shoulder right when you're when you're at a grocery store so the best thing you could do is just deliver that outstanding service and and 
you know, maintaining that relationship, following up, all that's going to do is create, generate more referrals. And, and the intent, the intention behind that was never to get the referral. It was just to provide that good service. But again, givers gain kind of, kind of thing, right? Givers gain, um, you know, I always tell my guys inspect the home like your mom's about to move in mm. because somebody's mom is going to be moving yeah. in, daughter, son, whoever, you know, their home is a foundation of family. Essentially you grow up in a home, you know, kids, uh, whether you got the grandkids coming in, you're retired, you know, you want your forever dream home. It doesn't matter the situation, but mm. the home is a big part of anyone's life and just providing, you know, confidence to move forward with a purchase or no, maybe we should look for something else. We can't negotiate. We can't come to an understanding. Yeah. You know, it all plays hand to hand. So you don't want somebody to move into a house and six months down the road, like this thing is a piece of shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, so we just try to provide a very honest uh, condition of the structure because yeah, you're in your home majority of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so as far as your company goes now, <clears throat> you know, um, how, how are, I guess, as far as your growth that you have experienced since going into business currently, do you guys have a, a couple of different inspectors? Is it you know, still just you in the field? How, how, how's that look for you guys? So we've got a, I'm still in the field page. Like I said, handles the back end. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm tar starting to get in the office a little bit more to get systems and processes in place that I need, yeah. uh, that I've kind of neglected when it was just me in the field. But now we do have other mm -hmm. guys. We just hired our first Spanish speaker. There you uh, go. So, you know, that's going to be big. El bilingual, man. Yeah, we're excited for that. Um, you know, he's going to be in the field with me shortly. He's doing some online things with corporate right now and he'll be out there and inspect in no time, get him ramped up and just always continue to grow and, you know, if you don't do the things you need to grow, you're yeah. going to not grow. <clears throat> I, I tell you, man, right now, if I have been focused on anything, has it has been process and systems. And I think that's a very relatable deal with uh, owner operators, right, is we we get busy. So what do we do, man? We jump in the trenches. <laughs> yeah. And it essentially doesn't necessarily help anybody, you know, um, if you're in the truck the whole time, so to speak. Yeah. If you can't get the systems and processes in place for your team, I mean, I feel like whatever your team sees should be 80% systematized, mm -hmm. maybe 80, 90% systematized. And there's always going to be that 10, 20 percent where you're going to look at them and be like what the heck is right, going on right uh and then you got to figure it out accordingly but mm -hmm. if you have all those in place then it just makes everybody's job easier to move forward everyone understands how to move forward uh but let me ask you though um what are you doing lately to get those systems and processes in place oh man this is uh... <laughs> uh so that's that's um that i asked myself and and you know i'm i'm, I'm of course <clears throat> doing the best i can to continue to educate myself and grow and surround myself with people that could help me grow. So I'm part of some masterminds and, uh, things, things of that nature. And <clears throat> somewhere along the line, uh, one of, I believe it was one of my mentors, um, asked or posed the question that if you were to get hit by a truck, <laughs> right, <laughs> what happens to your business? Right. And, um, because I was a, I am an owner operator. <clears throat> um, I'm, and not only that, but I'm also, a uh, what's the word implement? No, not implementer, Integ integrator. So I, I love being in the field. I love being 
asses and elbows with my team. You know what I mean? It's that camaraderie, that bond. I'm building that culture. So to step away from that has been an extremely difficult task for me. But at the same time, as you said, I also recognize the importance of stepping out of that role because essentially there you're going to hit a limit like you're going to your, your growth is going to be limited or limited by that right and so i've stepped a little bit further back from from that from that role and have been working diligently on the processes and systems and so what i've done is i essentially reverse engineer everything so i start with you know or maybe not reverse engineer it but just look at each task and break it down into steps and uh, quite honestly, we've uh, we downloaded some apps, you know, we've, we've introduced some software where we're able to create checklists for every tasks. And it sounds crazy. And like, I'm a pro, but I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm just in the midst of this transition. And, um, <clears throat> you know, our bread and butter is water damage restoration. And secondly, it's mold remediation. So it's, you know, a checklist of how, how to load the truck, like really dumb it down, right? Mm-hmm. How to load the truck. Uh, what to put in there, that kind of thing. And then likewise, when you get to the job site, step one, you know, take a front of a picture of the front of the house. Step two, get the work authorization sign, perform inspection, outline the affected areas, create the plan, the scope of work, and all these different steps that are involved. And the way I see it was, or is that by me giving them all the tools, giving my team all the tools, it's going to help them progress in their careers and their growth. And it's also going to help me as the owner, hold them accountable because now there's written systems in place that they have to follow. And, um, it's, it's something that it's a balance. And, um, the key thing that I could share with everyone is, and this is again, learned through those masterminds and whatnot. And that's when developing these systems, I'm having constant communication with my team so that they, I, I could have their buy-in. So they're actually involved in the creation and implementation of these systems. And um, they're not perfect by any means. <clears throat> There's a lot of room for improvement, but what's cool is by having it written out and having these systems in place, we're then able to plug the holes in the buckets when when we start you know, finding those 20%, 10%, anomalies that come up in our day-to-day business. So that's, that's kind of where we're at. Kind of. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent and I need to be focused on that a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know it, I'm getting to the point where I can. And that's one of the things when I was talking with some of the higher up guys in pillar to post, uh, like mm-hmm. the higher up as in large volume, you mm-hmm. know, right, um, right. You know, they, they were saying, get get your template dialed in get this dialed in get that dialed in like you need to focus on that especially when you're not too busy Mm -hmm. because once you ramp up you're gonna be like oh i should have done it Mm -hmm. and honestly i should have been doing it you know what and it's (laughs) funny i i've talked to other people uh other businesses that are solopreneurs you know like a single owner operator kind of thing and I'm talking to them and just, just in conversation, just like, Hey man, so what are you working on? Oh, I'm working on process and systems. I mean, that, that right there, that's like the most unsexy term in business. Yeah. <laughs> right? But, but you that's develop, where, you definitely understand. Absolutely. And the thing is that I, I used to turn my nose up at that stuff, even when I was a, a top level uh, management position for other employers. And, you know, I kind of look at myself or I reflect back and realize like, Man, I, I could have been a much better asset to my to my you know um, my supervisors, my owners, whatever, or the owners of the companies had I, um, you know, really accepted the how important those roles are. <clears throat> but again, starting as a production guy, 
you know, starting with, you know, being who I am in terms of just let, let's get in there and let's just mm-hmm. rip this stuff out and let's just take care of business, handle this. Process and systems always went to the wayside until later on in life where now I'm realizing how crucial it is because having those in place will allow me to then step back away from, you know, the field sort of thing and focus more on the growth and the vision and also be able to better mentor and grow the team you know through those systems and whatnot so it's 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 a crazy thing man it's just part of the evolution of business owners you know yeah and like i said you know when i honestly when i first started off i didn't 100 percent understand like what those guys told me to do Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah they said get it in order yeah but i'm like what do i do i don't know and Then I start, I start ramping up. We mm-hmm. start hiring, and I'm like, "Oh shit, this is <laughs> yeah. why, man. This yeah. is why." And you know, one of the things like when we call and get feedback, it's you know, "Oh, this happened, that happened." Mm-hmm. You know, it's usually generally minor, but it's like, okay, now I can say, "Hey, we're not going to do this anymore. Right? We're going to adapt and do it like this." Yep. Uh, you know, and even something as small as you know, they didn't like a little uh, dirt, a little paint fell off when a pan, uh, electrical panel got open. Mm. And it's like, yeah, my guy's got like a little broom and dustpan that sure. can go in. Sure. Uh, but now all of a sudden, you know, let's just go to Home Depot and get a little quick little mini vac and make it even mm. easier, right? So yeah, just little things like that, make a mess, clean it up. You know, this isn't your home. Yeah. You're just a guest, you know, take care of it. and Absolutely. You know, just little th- Those small like actionable things, man. Yeah. That's all it is. Just minor tweaks and whatnot. And, you know, just on that topic, and I think, I, I, you know, I said so much that <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember if I said this, but it, it, it's very important to note that these systems that we're developing and that you're developing, <clears throat> if, you know, if you have to adjust, if you have to pivot, you can't be afraid of that. We, I, I've, I made a commitment as part of the buy-in with the team is I've made this commitment to them that said, hey, every quarter, we're going to review each of our systems and if we have to change something because it's not working, like, let's just change it. Yeah. Right. Because A, it has to work and B, everyone has to be in line with that vision and and have that buy in. So I guess that's just kind of the word word to the wiser advice. If I can share it with anyone that's listening, it's just that is don't be afraid to pivot. And I mean, and that's a that's a very general thing, but it's real, man. No, 100 <laughs> percent. And those systems and processes, I mean, they're not like written in stone they're written out yes yeah but it's a living organism if something mm-hmm. isn't working you got to adapt and change whenever you hear like a company say oh let's get back to the basics yeah they ended up steering away from yep. the, what got them there their original vision mm-hmm. you know and so they say oh, yeah. let's get back to the basics. yeah they got to get back to yeah. those things absolutely and and the fact that i mean i think for you and just as i'm sitting here across the table from you i mean the fact that you're doing that now, I mean, that's just part of the evolution. Could you have done it back when you started? Sure. Um, but that's normally not how it really works, you know, because uh, you get when you're first getting started, there's three things you need to worry about. It's get job, do job, build job. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. But slowly as you progress, you know, you start realizing all the different things that are in between get job and, you know, how to get job and then how to do job and all, you know, everything else that breaks the breaks in with that. But sounds to me like you're on the right track and I'm really excited for you guys because I know that once you put those in place and you know, you start implementing them in the field and bringing on more people, you start seeing how it becomes almost, um, 
it, it becomes you're, you're able to then provide the tools for your team to be successful and and be quicker, like you know, to get them ready to be out on their own and and perform their their duties and whatnot. So it's pretty cool. I'm starting to see that on on our side, and um, and though there's always those tweaks, um, it's it's pretty exciting. Uh, we were talking about it the other day that one of the most rewarding things of um, you know being a leader uh, to your team is when you watch them just handle business on their own and make decisions and just crush it. I mean, that's like the most rewarding part of this whole deal, you know? Definitely. Yeah. And like you said, backwards engineering, that's Mm kind of how you get there. Like I said, I didn't understand how to do it to begin with. I, you know, learned it later on and, you know, started looking inward for development, uh, reading podcasts, um, you know, watching videos, YouTube, whatnot. Um, you know, you know, know, I've talked with you before about the conferences you go to Mm -hmm. and, you know, down the road, I'm hoping to join you guys at those. Absolutely, man. The more, the merrier, (laughs) you know, and it's just, yeah, growth, uh, you know, it's natural. And if you just kind of stick in your ways of, Oh, because I said, so your team isn't going to understand why Mm -hmm. to do it. You really have to give them input and absolutely ex- explain why we do them. So as it comes to the personal development of Andrew, <laughs> so was that because you, know, you just touched on something cool there, and I just want to highlight it. So when when you were getting, so were you when you went into business, did you already have that that kind of growth mindset, uh, or was that something that kind of came along as you progressed through your career? Uh, it just kind of. Honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, where, yeah. Uh, is you know, yeah, I'm in business, and you know, being part of a franchise, they do definitely help you. Like, That's hey, cool. these are some plans yeah. you should do. Yeah, definitely couldn't have done it with is probably as well as I did it without mm-hmm. some gui- sort of guidance. Mm-hmm. You know, just the same way those you know guys that put up numbers mm-hmm. uh, said, hey, take care of these things. Mm-hmm. I probably should ask more questions on like, what, how, how do I do that? What, right. what do I, what exactly do I do? Can I just rip yours off? I should have probably done that. <laughs> right, right. But I'm like, Oh yeah, definitely makes sense. Sure. I got this, yeah. you know, and yeah. you know, just going through the humbling phase of, okay, let's start getting this in. Um, yeah. Going through the beginning, didn't know what to do. And then right. it was just, Hey, we got to get there. Yeah. You know, whether, and I talked with you before about having a mentor, which mm-hmm. is, you know, business coach, whatnot. And if somebody's like, Oh, I know everything. They're full of shit. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan, he had, you know, the go to basketball. He mm-hmm. ended up having four coaches constantly. Yeah. You know, coaches, they just help you improve. If you need to get another one, you get another one. Yeah. Right. And I don't have a mentor coach yet. Um, definitely. I want one of the things on growth on my plan is I want to start touring some of these larger shops. Yeah. Not even necessarily within our franchise. Um, mm. just seeing what I can do. If there's a electric company, plumbing company, whatever, yeah. if they have systems in place, I want to kind of tour, ask them to yeah. pick their brain. How do they go about it? No, absolutely. And, and that, that hits, that hits home with me because I, and I think I've shared this with you, I'm pretty sure, but I came from a franchise system, right? Yeah. So, uh, my career developed, um, through, uh, through one of my competitors who will remain nameless. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I came, I, I came through a surf pro and, uh, and I had really good, uh, you know, the, the owners were great and they took me under their wing and they really took the time to, to train me up and whatnot. But what was cool was is the higher up I, I got in those positions, <clears throat> the more I realized that they were, they were basically following a process and system that mm-hmm. surf pro corporate had developed. And so, uh, that was, that was, that was pretty cool. 
And so I worked for that franchise for about, I think it was 11 or 12 years before I went off on my own. And essentially, though though I didn't, I wasn't as heavily focused on those systems, I didn't realize that a lot of what I was doing was process driven because of all the training I had from, from a franchise. Of course, you know, uh, in our own independent way, but I, I also appreciate, you know, when uh, people ask all the time, franchise or independent? Truthfully, is, is is depending on where you are with your experience level and so forth and so on, and depending on your market and what type of industry you're getting in, there's so many pros to franchises because they offer that type of mentorship. Like I went for the first nine months, 10 months of, um, you know, on my own with zero idea of, of personal development, like no idea that this stuff even existed. Yeah. Right. And, um, and somehow I stumbled upon a consultant who want, you know, he's obviously trying to, trying to get me to sign up with them. And, and, but the information that he had was of value and I took the risk I've invested in myself and I hired a coach nine months into business. Um, so like you, I started off again, get job, do job, no job. <laughs> right. And That's then, what it was at first. Yeah. You know, I mean, literally I launched the business in the middle of COVID and you know, Paige, she was up in Sacramento still wrapping up what she needed to do at her job. Um, to, and I needed to get this off the ground to get her to be able to move down mm-hmm. essentially. And mm-hmm. so I'm launched in the middle of COVID. We're halfway still on lockdown. You yeah. know, like, what am I, how am I supposed to go about this? Because mm-hmm. so what I did, I picked up the phone and just cold called agents. Just, hi, I want to introduce myself. Yeah. You know, I had some great conversations, uh, still working with a lot of those awesome. agents today. Um, you know, they're excited and, you know, some of them wanted to know, they'd keep me on the phone for like 30 minutes, just talking, give me your background. What's your story? Like, nice. talk, talk to me. Yeah. And then of course you got the ones that are just like, okay, yeah, thanks. I'll give you a call sometime later, you know, right, right. just kind of a blow off and everything in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was essentially how I had to get it started. And mm-hmm. then once we were able to get Paige down here, she got more hands-on marketing, was able to do the Instagram and the online yeah. stuff, join, uh, you know, certain organizations right. monterey county association of realtors women's council mm-hmm. santa cruz san Benito, you know nice we're kind of very active and everything yeah, yeah that's awesome yeah yeah why don't you share with us uh, how how folks could get a hold of you and could find you guys should they need a, a, a friendly neighborhood home inspector friendly neighborhood <laughs> home inspector yeah um essentially just give us a call 831-884-6160 uh you know if i don't answer page is going to be answering uh, you know, shoot us an email, text, whatnot. You know, you can Google us, find us on there online and yeah, we're always available. Yeah, man. Well, before we sign off here, I just want to ask if you know the recipe to those jello shots that you guys take to all your events, because those <laughs> things are a hit, man. I, I, I'm going to say this here in the, I, I think I had, um, the blue one, <laughs> the green one, the and red, that, the red that, one, the red one, the purple. That's <laughs> oh man! Uh, shout out, shout out to Paige, man. Um, I'm looking forward to having her on as well and pick her brain about you know some of the marketing side because I I think you guys really work well off each other and and I'm excited to see your growth because I know that you guys are already crushing it and what's coming you know what's coming up next for you guys is going to be baller. It's going to be awesome to watch. So. Uh, thanks for coming on, bud. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And shout out to Mag One Studios. Mag One. Thanks, guys. <laughs>